Greetings and welcome back to another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. It is 6.49 p.m. Whew, you guys. Um, I just got finished listening to one of my podcast episodes called Promise Keeper. And when I tell y'all, my eyes were just so full of tears and it just really uh, ministered to me deeply. Wow. That's all I'm going to say is wow. Y'all, it's exactly what I needed to hear. It's needed to hear today. Um, See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I heard from um, my mother-in-law today. um, And things have not changed for the worse or for the better, you know, concerning uh, my husband. It doesn't seem like there's any change there. It just seems like it's just all bad, nothing good, you know, and, um, there's just been no progress, it seems, and I was driving, later I was driving my daughter to work, and I started to think about it, (laughs) I started to think about it, I said, wait, (laughs) I said, God, you, oh my gosh, you are a promise keeper, You're a promise keeper. This is the thing. I was saying, God, you specialize in hard cases. (laughs) The harder, the better. Because then you're able to get the full glory from it all, God. Because, you know, this situation looks very unlikely, you guys. It looks very... um, tragic it looks very um it looks finished um but when i was just talking to god today in the car i just began to get happy you know because it's like god you specialize in the hard cases there's nothing too hard for you um the more difficult the better you know um in this case and all I can do is believe all I can do is trust that God's got it you get what I'm saying God's got me I had um, someone asked me today well like I mean you know he said you know God gives everyone choices and after so long after you wait so long like you know um you gotta move on after so long like you know how long are you gonna sit here and do this (laughs) and I said until God tells me otherwise see what people don't understand is God is faithful and he will complete every good work he has started in you. But the problem is 
People don't see God as a promise keeper because they don't wait long enough. People don't see God as a promise keeper because they get impatient. People don't see God as a promise keeper because of their own failures. Not because God fails, because God is good and he's faithful and he's true. And if he has told you something, you need to believe it. And if he's told you to do something, you need to stay steady on that thing. Yes, it's going to get tiring. But the word of God has always and always will speak of long suffering when it comes down to things that we have to deal with. See, no one long suffering, I guess that just went out. That just went out with the with the with the days of the, you know, BC before Christ or something. I don't know. But um I I I don't understand why long suffering is frowned upon now. And I hear things, not not from this particular person, but I hear people saying foolish things like, you know, um, you have to move on with your life. And my thing is, what's the hurry? What's the rush? Why do I have to? Why? What is the hurry? Because like I was telling this person today, I was saying, um, even if I were to divorce my husband, I were to go and, and I was to go and um, foul and, and all of that, even if I were to do that and it was finalized, I still wouldn't feel like moving on at that point. I still wouldn't feel like going and dealing with the next person. I've had a lot of trauma that I am still recovering from because of this marriage and the things that I've had to go through um, before he even left. I've, I've dealt with a lot of scary things that um, a lot of people would have given up on, you know. He would have even given up on me because of the things that I've had to endure. But um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready to move on at all so what's the rush what's the rush what's the rush with moving on my head is not there um and i thank god for that i thank god that um i'm not out here just tripping you know another question he asked me was well what do you do with your urges I don't have urges, <laughs> y'all, and I'm really, I promise you, I am not trying to um, sound perfect because I'm not, I'm not trying to sound, um, you know, um, supernatural, <laughs> but I believe that God is keeping me. Do you hear me? I believe that God is keeping me. See, God... What he'll do is, if he's equipped you to go through something, then he's equipped you to go through something. Do you get what I'm saying? He's not going to have you out here um, not ready for something. 
He's not going to leave you out here without being properly equipped to go through whatever it is that he's allowing you to go through. Um, so I believe that God is keeping me. And I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm so thankful for that. I don't, I don't, that's not the focal point anyway. Um, I'm not just focused on trying to make God pleased in just this area of my life. I'm trying to please him in every area of my life. So even if I were having urges, I'd pray them away. I would ask God to please take this from me. Until I can do something with it, please take it from me. But I, I don't have, I don't deal with that. Um, and something I was telling uh, this person is, um, you get out what you put in. Now, if you're sitting around looking at all these movies that have all these uh, countless sex scenes in it or you know, you're putting these things in your eyes. You're looking at these things. You're listening to sexualized music. You're doing all these different things. You're having uh, conversations with people uh, that are inappropriate and sexualized. Then that's what you go. That's how you're gonna. Your mind is there, and your body's gonna follow. I don't entertain those kind of things. Um, and if something does come on like that, well, if I'm looking at something, I either fast forward through it or I just, I don't, I don't entertain it. I don't look at it. Um, but we have to, y'all, y'all, you have to use wisdom and everything. Cause God, one of the things that the word of God talks about is self-control us as believers in Christ. If we cannot control ourselves then, then what is that saying? What is that saying if we lack self-control? We have to understand that God has given us the ability to, to, to control ourselves in every situation. Jesus is the ultimate um, example of what we are to be and how we are supposed to be. Now, if he could come in the form of a man and be faced with the same things, be tempted, and still go away without doing that, then with God's help, we can do the same. Now, we're not, it's not to say that everyone, that, that, that will never fall and will never make mistakes. Because we will. And that's what God's grace is for. And his mercy is for but it is not for us to take advantage of. It's not for us to say, God's going to forgive me. So I'm just going to do this right now, you know, and then, you know, um, he'll forgive me later. Because what you're doing is you're feeding, you're feeding that appetite, whatever it is that, that, that you're, um, doing you're feeding that appetite whatever it is you're watching whatever it is you're listening to you're feeding that appetite and so it's, it's like that plant feed me see more you know what i mean and you feed it it's going to get bigger 
and bigger. It's going to want more blood. It's going to want more. You got to just keep doing more and more and more until it's just overtaking your whole entire life. We have to learn in any, in, in, in this life, in this walk with Christ, self-control in all areas. And I don't have self-control down in every area of my life, but it is something that I strive for because it is something that the word of God says that, that we must do. We need, we need to, you know, we need to um, have self-control and we have to go through long suffering and we have to, you get what I'm saying? There's certain things that it's said that we have to go through. Now where everybody got it in their heads that um, we're put here to just be happy and God wouldn't want us to be unhappy and God wouldn't want us to, to, to go through anything. That's a lot from the pit of hell. I don't know where that came from. Now, it does say that he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. But you guys, I don't believe he's meaning that we're just going to be living it up uh, here on earth and, and get whatever we want, whenever we want it, and we ain't going to be unhappy and we ain't going to have to go through anything. I believe that the life that he's talking to, talking about is that everlasting life. That's what I believe that scripture is talking about. And so many times we'll take things out of context and we'll, we'll, we'll say, well, God just wants us to be happy in this life. I see a lot of long suffering. Maybe I'm looking at the Bible a different way than someone else is. They say, well, you looking at it half empty. I'm looking at it half full. I'm looking at it for what it is, face value. And I see a whole lot of long suffering. I see a whole long, a whole lot of long suffering when promises are given. I, I see that that when a promise is given, it never looks like what God says the outcome is going to be. It never looks like that. It always looks contrary to that, which is why it takes faith for that particular person the promise has been given to to believe. Because it never looks, it always looks very bleak or opposite. Come on. Y'all, when, who is it, Sarah? When she heard that she was going to have a baby in her old age, and she laughed like, ha, yeah, right. Come on. It always looks different. Always. If we go back and look at Noah's Ark and we look at the conditions of the environment around him that he was building that ark in and that he was building that boat in and that he was preparing that boat for, it did not look flood worthy outside. It did not, it did not even look like that out there. It didn't look like it had the ability to flood, but it did. And because he had faith and because he believed in what God said and because he listened to God's word and did what he told him to do, he was saved from that flood. He was found faithful. Okay? So we have to look, you know, um, you know, we have to look at these different stories. We have to look at how 
It didn't look like it was going to be uh, anything to sacrifice at the top of that mountain when they got up there. It was just him and his son going up that mountain. And the son says, hey, Dad, where's the sacrifice? What are we going to burn up? And he says, God will provide. <laughs> Glory to God. You guys, that's how we have to be in every situation. God will provide. God will provide. Just trust and believe God will provide. It's not for you to figure out which, what, what the sacrifice is going to be when you get to the top of that mountain. It's not for you to figure any of it out. It's for you to believe that God, if you said that you are able, if you said you will do this, I know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I could ever ask or think. So do your thing. Do you. Because you're great and you do miracles. And I trust and I believe that the same God who delivered in the Bible it's the same God that's going to deliver promises to you. I talked to God this morning and I said to him, I said, God, because <laughs> I came downstairs and I sat down at my desk and the first thing I saw was was um, the the portrait of me and my husband and it said the Pennington's on it. And I said, God, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do this. But if you said restored, I have no choice but to believe. I have to believe because <laughs> whatever is done without faith, anything that's, that's done and it's not done in faith is sin. So if God tells me restored, I have to believe that. I have to believe that. You know? He said it, he's going to perform it. And guess what? If it gets to a point where we get up there and it looks different, and it looks different from what my human mind thought it was going to be, it's going to be better than what I even thought it was going to be. At the top of that mountain. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You seek God and you say, God, what is it that you want me to do in this time? What is it that you want me to say in this time? You want me to be still? I'm going to be still. You want me to go say this? I'm going to say this. You get what I'm saying? We have to... Know that God has it in control. It's not for you to control it. If we had it all in control, we wouldn't need God. Need God for what? We got it figured out, right? We don't need a helper. We don't need the Holy Spirit. We have ourselves and who's so perfect and knows everything, right? No, the only time that, that, that all things are revealed to us is through the Holy Spirit. So that's who we need to be. That's the voice we need to be listening. Not our neighbor who says, this is impossible. This looks stupid. Why are you still holding on? What are you doing? How much longer do you think you're going to take doing this? 
till God says otherwise. I'm not perfect in any sense. I'm just a daughter who wants to do her father's will. I'm just a daughter who's determined to live right, regardless of what anybody thinks. I was listening to Todd Delaney. He was on a live today on Instagram. You can probably find it. It was with sister to sister. She she could have um, saved it. I'm not sure I didn't catch it from the beginning, but I was just listening um, to him um, talk about um, <laughs> what he was called to do, you know, and how everybody around him was looking at him like, you tripping. He said that God told him, I, hey, I called your, your father to do this. Your father didn't do it. I called your brother to do this. Your brother wouldn't do it. Now I'm calling on you. <laughs> now I'm calling on you to do this. And when he chose to not go and play baseball and instead wait on God and what God said he was going to do. Everyone, including his family, thought he was crazy for it. Like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be playing baseball. You man, Do you understand how big you could get? But that wasn't, that wasn't what God heard him saying do. And yeah, for a little bit, he went back and he fought against it. Like, okay, God, you just taking too long. You got me out here looking stupid. This is taking too long. You're going to have to come through with something because everybody looking at me like I lied or like I just said this out the top of my dome. And you you, you got me looking silly out here. So I'm going to go back and play baseball because um, and, and, and when you get ready, holler at me. Y'all, <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Let me tell you, God will make a believer out of the naysayers. God will make a believer out of those who doubt. It's not for you to say, God, this is taking too long. That's not your place. God has a purpose and a plan. Maybe he's getting it to a point where it does look completely un, just completely impossible. Before he moves on it. So then when he comes through, it's like, boom, shake, shake, shake the room. You get what I'm saying? Like, boom, I'm coming through. And this is nothing but me because it, 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 it just looks impossible. As far as humanly impossible for this to come through and for this to happen. Y'all, we have to trust God trust he's going to come through when he in his timing and remember what i was talking about the other day there is a predestined there is an appointed time for everything so you can sit there and think that you can rush god if you want to but i'm telling you there's an appointment 
you can rush, you can hurry up and get dressed and get your shoes on and go wait down there uh, at the doctor's office. But until your appointment comes up, you're just going to be sitting there. Nothing's going to happen until the appointed time. So get comfortable. <laughs> get comfortable in that long suffering. If Christ had to go through long suffering, you think you're better than him? Do you think you're better than him or do you think that that, that he just took away long suffering when he came? You That's what you think? You just think that he took away long suffering? No, he died so we wouldn't have to. But that's that's not even talking about in this life. That's talking about in the long run, the next life, that where you're going to live eternal. Okay? He died so we wouldn't have to. He went to hell so we wouldn't have to. That's not saying he went to hell so you wouldn't experience hell in this life. Or anything that, that you might think is resemblance to hell. Because I don't think anything on this earth can resemble anything in hell. That's how horrible hell is. So don't go. Okay, note to self and note to y'all, don't go. But you guys, it's just very important to stick with the plan. If God didn't give you another instruction, it doesn't mean go make up your own. When you're driving and the GPS lady is giving you instructions, until you get down there to the highway, she's not about to give you another instruction. She's not going to tell you, and in, in, she's not going to tell you now uh, in 50 miles, unless that's your next step, but she's not going to say in 50 miles you're going to turn left, then right, then left again, and then you're going to travel up five, five miles longer, and then you're going to detour. She doesn't do that. One instruction at a time. Merge over into this lane because you're going to exit off on Route 44 or whatever it is. She might remind you again when you get close to it. Okay, she'll say it again. Sometimes she gets obnoxious to me because maybe I'm listening to the radio or I'm listening to something and she'll she get to repeating it too many times. I'm like, dude, you just told me. <laughs> She's making sure you understand, okay, your turn is coming up here. But she doesn't say your turn is coming up here and then after that you're going to turn left and right and left again. No, she reminds you. Okay, remember this 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 exit is coming up. You're going to, you know, merge off of here. But she doesn't give you all the thing that you can go and look at the map on there and cheat and be like, okay, yeah, I see where she's taking me. But no, she doesn't give you an instruction until you do the first one. Then she'll give you your next one. It's the same thing with God. If God told you to be still. And you haven't heard anything else. It doesn't mean, well, shoot, I guess I got to improvise. No, it means stand your tail still. What are you doing? Where are you going? I didn't tell you to move. I didn't tell you to move. Hold the pose. I didn't tell you to move. Stay right there. You know, and a lot of times we grow impatient with God and and we're like, okay, God, I haven't heard anything from you in a while. I haven't heard anything else from you. Like, 
what's taking so long? Like, maybe, am I, am I doing what you, am I doing right? Are you doing the first instruction that he told you to do? Hmm? Are you still standing still? Well, continue. Continue to stand still. Do you hear me? Is he telling you to be faithful? Continue to do that. Is he saying it's restored? Continue to believe that. He didn't say, well, no, I changed my mind. It's not, no, I'm not going to restore it. He didn't, you know, and there's so many times that I've looked and I've thought, well, maybe he really didn't say that. Well, God, well, give me another sign. Well, God, dude, and God, and maybe you didn't mean, and what? Do not get weary in well-doing. If he said stand still and you're standing still, don't get tired in standing still. He gave you the, the ability to stand still or else he wouldn't tell you to do it. It's in you. You're able to do it. Trust and believe in God's word and trust and believe in the ability that he placed in you to stay true to the promise, to stay true to what he's told you to do. Okay? Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Keep it moving or keep it standing still. Whatever he told you to do, you continue in that. Unless he's told you something different, there is no next move. Complete the first step. You're not done standing yet. That's why you're still standing there. Complete the first instruction and he'll give you the next. But you guys, the promise always comes, but it comes at the end of your obedience. It comes at the end of you fulfilling all the instructions and directions that God has given you. It comes at the end of that. It's coming. But you have to remain faithful so he'll have something to work with. Do you hear me talking to you? I'm talking to me too. It's important for us to grasp this information. Not just for a moment. But it's important for us to grasp this information and keep it close to us. It's okay to go back and listen to things of old that helped you and encouraged you. It's okay to go back and listen because that's how you continue to stay motivated. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It comes by hearing. What are you putting in your ear holes? <laughs> What are you putting in your face holes? Your face holes. You, you see you see that, that head that's sitting on top of that neck? Those entryways and exit ways on that head of yours. What are you putting in them? What are you putting in them? Because I guarantee you that's going to make or break you getting through to the end to the promise that's going to make or break it what are you putting in your head holes i know that sounds so funny but that's how i'm hearing it right now what are you putting in your head holes you got two eyes what are you looking at what are you looking at 
okay? <laughs> if God told you not to eat sugar like me, what are you what are you walking around here? Are you walking around here with 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 sugary sugary uh body butters on and smelling cookies and candy and cakes? What are you what are you what are you what are you equipping yourself? How how what are you, what are you putting in there? What are you what are you what are you doing? The music that you're listening to. What are you putting in your ear holes? <laughs> Come on, y'all. What are you putting in there? What are you putting in there? Are you being your own snare? It says that you're that people are led away by their own lust. So it's your own lust and stuff that's that's leading you astray. What are you feeding? Are you feeding that lust? Are you feeding your faith? Are you feeding um, uh, disobedience or obedience? What are you feeding? What are you putting in your face holes? In your head holes? What are you putting in there? What are you putting in your mouth? Are you putting stuff in there that's fatiguing you? Now, this is something that, that I'm dealing with. Are you putting stuff in there that's fatiguing you? You might not be just sitting up gorging yourself and overeating. But when I do eat certain things, I'm putting stuff in there that's making me feel weak. After I eat, I have no energy now. The heck? How am I going to have the energy to get up and um write? Write this vision out that he's given me of, of this book. How am I going to have the energy to hold my head up and do this stuff when I'm fatigued and all I want to do is lay down? Come on. What are you putting in your face holes? Your head is where everything starts. That is where everything starts and it just trickles down to the rest of your body. What are you putting in your face holes. Now, I know when I put this title up and before people see it, they're going to be like, what are you putting in your face holes? What are you putting in your face holes? Hmm? Because I guarantee you that's going to make or break this promise walk you're on. It's going to make or break if you can make it or not, if you can endure. It's going to make or break. Come on, you guys. What are you putting in your face holes? All right. Anyway, you guys, I'm going to go. <laughs> I've had a headache all afternoon. I believe it's because I didn't eat until after I got off work. And I only drank um, a bottle of water today. So I really need to go hydrate because I'm really not feeling well. But I had to get on here. <laughs> and I had to say this to you all. What are you putting in your face holes? It's going to make or break your faith walk. It's going to make or break you. It's going to make or break. It's going to make the difference of if you make it to the promise or not. It's going to make or break if you get fatigued in the middle of the journey. We got to be fueled all the way to the end. But you're over here tired in the middle of the journey. Who, who, what, what do you think? Somebody going to come pick you up and pack you? 
get up and walk. But God has equipped you. You have the ability to do it, but it's a choice. What are you going to do? What are you putting in your face holes? <laughs> that sounds funny, but hey, I'm trying to give y'all visuals that you can remember. And if it sounds goofy enough, it'll stick out in your mind more. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, I'm going to go drink some water. My head is really hurting. Um, matter of fact, Lord, I thank you. Lord, um... I pray right now, Lord God, I, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus, and I'm praying over myself, Lord God, as far as my head is concerned, my body, uh, everything, Lord God, I, I need to be lined up in your will, and I pray the same thing for these listeners. I pray that if they have any ailments in their body, Lord God, that you would heal them. I plead the blood of Jesus over their blood. I pray that you move through them today, Lord God. Let that heat, that healing power flow through their bodies right now. Flow through all of our bodies right now in the name of Jesus. I speak healing. I speak peace in their bodies. I speak restorative power to go through them. Restorative power. That's going to restore them back to how you intended their bodies to work. But Lord, it starts with our wisdom, Lord God. Help us use wisdom in our day-to-day -day lives on what we put in our bodies, on what we allow ourselves to hear, on what we allow ourselves to see, Lord God. You said if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. You'll give us that wisdom. So I'm praying wisdom over each one of us right now in the name of Jesus, that we not only have the wisdom, but we use it. Help us to know that we are equipped for anything that you have called us to go through. That we have the power through you to make it through to the end. That we don't have to get fatigued in the middle. That we don't have to get weary in well-doing. But God, that we will endure till the end in jesus name i pray man you guys i pray someone who's able to get something out of this you guys feel free to share this podcast if it's someone who needs to hear this share and i just pray that you all have a blessed and wonderful night evening morning whatever time of day it is for you continue to keep your attitudes in check and until next time Peace loves. Peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.